Welcome to the OA Light a Candle Meeting Podcast. Visit our website at www.oalaig.org where you'll find several speaker feeds with over 400 speaker files, forms for ordering CDs for these speakers, and a place to donate to keep the special service active. I would now like to introduce our speaker for tonight, Tammy. Hello, everyone. Hi. I'm Tammy Composio-Ido. Hi, Tammy. Um, thank you, Michelle, for asking me to speak, and uh, welcome to the newcomers. Um, I came to program uh, more than six years ago, and um, since, le- since then, uh, my, my life really changed, and I'm grateful for that, and I'm grateful to OA, because um, I think that the place that I am, where I am today, it's uh, like a dream, and um, I mean, I, I am grateful to be where I am today, and um, I came to program because um, Um, six years ago, it was my daughter's six years old birthday, and I planned a birthday party for six years old, like a wedding. <laughs> which I, uh, yeah. I was busy making cupcakes and donuts and ice cream cake for two weeks, and this was really sick. Um, and after the day after her birthday, um, I was I got so sick I had to go to the doctor and the doctor asked me if I gained 20 pounds so what happened is that during the birthday I ate whatever was left over and it was a lot so I looked pregnant all the time and when I went to the doctor he told me that I have to go on a diet because uh, my cholesterol is up and I'm not healthy and what happened to me and blah 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 and he put me on a diet of course I was so used to diets and um, I tried to do his diet and I couldn't do his diet even for one day because there were there, it was only greens and protein and I had to have my apple or fruit or some sugar um, because I, at the time, I didn't know that I cannot keep a diet for a day. So I just went to him and I said, something wrong with me. I can't keep your diet. What's going on? I can't keep your diet. And I wasn't uh, losing weight. So let me tell you something. I was really skinny when I went to him. But my stomach looked like I'm pregnant because I I was binging all the time. And um, one day after a few weeks in his office, I told him, out of the blue, I really need OA. I think I'm crazy with food. And he said, if you need to go, just go. And I went. And uh, this is how I entered the doors of OA. Uh, the first meeting was supposed to be in this room. But of course, I I, I heard that it's going to be a podium and there is a microphone. And I thought that everyone going to look at me and see that I'm not in the right side. So let me diet before I enter OA, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then it didn't work because I wasn't losing weight. So I went to another meeting and it was um, Roxbury Park. I said, you know what? I used to take my kids to this park. It's safe. It's something I don't like it. I'm just going to go play in the park like I'm here with my kids. <laughs> so I went to the meeting and right there I'm sitting and I see three girls from my gym. The gym that I'm working out like crazy. Back then, I used to be in the gym like four hours a day. 
not doing yoga or Pilates. I used to do kickboxing mainly and all the crazy workouts. And like one hour cardio, one hour like kickboxing, one hour weights and crazy, crazy, crazy workouts. And I injure my knees and I injure my wrist and it was fine as long as I had the drama. And um, so um, when I went to my first OA meeting, I heard people saying exactly my story. And I just, and there was one woman that sat next to me. She was newcomer, but guess what? She had all the books, and she she was holding my hands. And for a week, she was taking me everywhere and giving me her books. And then she left after two weeks. And she, I had all the books and everything. And so the t- second meeting I went to, I saw my best friend sitting there, and she already had 10 years. And I look at her, and I'm like, my my best friend is here. And she always had the life that I wanted to have, but I didn't know she was in OA. So I stayed because I realized if she's here, something, there is some message. There is some recovery, and I wanted that. I was really um, into the food. I had, in the program, I realized that I had two fears. One is food. I was afraid to eat. And second is people. I was afraid of people. I was really scared of people. So before uh, family uh, occasions, I will read self-help book, How to Deal with This Person. <laughs> and after the meeting, I will read a book, How to Get Rid, get rid of the Obsession About This Person Was So Crazy. Or I didn't know what to do with myself because where, I grew, where I'm coming from, there was no guideline or where how to deal with life. I was um, I grew up. Uh, I, I mean, I was born in Iran, and um, my family were uh, dysfunctional. My dad was like 30 years older than my mom. She was very young, and um, we were four kids. And they tried to do their best, but they were not getting along. All I was hearing was fights, constant fights. And um, as a kid, I was fainting a lot and um, later I realized that I have anxiety I have s- such anxiety that when I get really scared I hold my breath and boom I fall and um, since I came to program I fainted maybe once and it was last year I, w- I went to do a mammogram I was afraid I was so afraid that I had something I just um, fainted but this was all in the last six years and um, because the program taught me how to deal with my fears and anxiety. I have tools to that that I didn't have before. Um, I just show up, and this is the, the best thing that I can do. Because before program, I was so scared that I will do the footwork, but I will not show up. I will study for the test. Like, I will study a week before the test. I will wake up the morning of that 4 a.m., but then I will not go to school. And no one cared if I'm going to school or not. I didn't go. And I learned throughout my life to avoid people, places, and things because I was uncomfortable. I just didn't know. I didn't want the, the anxiety because I was so afraid. So I ate. Everything I had to do, I did. Studying, I had one hand pen, writing down or reading. The other one was the food. Doing artwork, the same thing. Everything I did was with food. I didn't know how to live life without eating food. Going vacations, 
forget about that I'm in five-star hotels. I'm taking food with me to hotels. I'm taking snacks to hotels because I'm scared the food going to finish. Because in my parents' house, it was uh, my father was really um, afraid that we're going to eat too much. So as a kid, I remember when they left the house and we left, they leave us with their babysitter, they will chain the refrigerator door. So God forbid if we eat. I was five or four. I'm not going to, you know, what am I going to do with your refrigerator? But those images, like food, it's not going to be enough. I'm afraid it's going to be finished. Let's just get, get more and more and more. And, um, and then um, home was crazy. And uh, then at some point, my mom decided to uh, put me and my sister in a boarding school because they didn't get along. My parents didn't uh, get along. And um, she put me in a very, at age five, we moved to Israel. Like it wasn't crazy enough. We had to live with a new culture and new house and new people that were making fun of us because my parents had really bad accents. So we stopped talking Farsi when I was five years old. We just spoke Hebrew. And they, when they spoke, we answered in Hebrew because we felt like they don't belong, you know. And um, I think we just wanted to forget what they are doing, like how crazy they are. We wanted a new beginning. So I, I'm in Israel, and when I am before eighth grade, three days before eighth grade, my mom just put me in an Orthodox Jewish school. And um, for those who don't know, <laughs> Orthodox Jewish school for girls only, it's all about wearing long, long skirts, white stockings, not skin color, white or black stockings and long sleeve shirts, no makeup, no jewelry, and uh, no TV, no radio, no magazines. And uh, the structure was facing a cemetery and it was all gray. Like, <laughs> it was prison. This wasn't, this wasn't a boarding school, it was prison. So I'm there and I found unlimited amount of food. So mornings were like one loaf of bread with chocolate spread. Lunch was huge meals, only carbs, and dinner the same thing. I gained 10 pounds, I think, within the first few um, months. Second month in boarding school, my father passed away. And uh, I went home, and my mom informed me and my sister, and... uh, I felt for years shame and guilt for being happy that my father passed away. Because when he passed away, there were moments that I was happy that he is gone and he has a relief. Like, I didn't have a relief in this crazy house. And I was happy for him because it was so quiet. No fights anymore. No physical abuse, no verbal abuse. But guess what? In the Shiva, in the first seven days, again seven kilos I think it's 14 pounds so I started getting heavy and I was very uncomfortable because I started looking like a woman and I was I I wasn't uncomfortable when people gave me attention like especially guys I was like oh I'm uncomfortable let's go eat some more and get fat so no one gonna look at me and uh, at home I always felt like my mom and my sister they don't like me 
And um, when I had some achievement, like I get A, good grade, or I was in a party and someone complimented me about my dance or something, I would come home and they say, it's not because you're good. It's because you're pretty. You're not good. You're just pretty. That's why they give you the A's, because they like you. And um, I said, you know what? I need them. I need my mom and my sister approval, and I really need them to like me. So let's just get ugly and fat. Maybe they're going to like me. No matter how much I ate, they didn't like me. So um, I just gained weight all the time. And uh, the thing was, I started uh, dieting when I was 12. And uh, I started, like, um, limiting my food. And I learned all the labels on the products. Like I knew uh, the calories on uh, the calories on uh, everything. I memorized them. But guess what? I didn't realize they have servings. So <laughs> I will just know that a bag of chips is 140 calories per ah. serving. But I will finish the bag. <laughs> and this is how I live life. This is how I dieted. And I didn't, I didn't understand why I'm not losing weight. <laughs> so this didn't work for me. Then I started peels, and I started other Herbalife and blah, blah, blah. Until I discovered that my dentist can close my uh, jaws, and I can stop eating. So for six weeks, I spoke like that. Hi, how are you? And my dentist, uh, it, was a, it's a, it was a diet that was going back then, and my dentist's concern wasn't about my health. He was concerned that if I have a boyfriend, I'm not going to be able to kiss him. I didn't have a boyfriend back then because I didn't think anyone going to want to go out with me because I'm fat. And um, so I closed my mouth twice for six weeks like this, and I walked, and I talked like this, so I was blending like soups and yogurt and stuff like that, and I lost a lot of weight. I lost like 20 uh, kilos. It's like 20 pounds. It's a lot. It's it's like 40 pounds. 20 kilos is a lot. And um, in this time, I tried to get my get my mom attention, but guess what? My sister did the same thing, but she was putting in the blender waffles and schnitzels and ketchup and the whole thing together as a meal and my mom got really angry at me why, why I'm teaching I mean I'm bad influence on my sister like even back then I couldn't get my fame in the in the crazy act the suicidal behavior that I was doing because my sister was cutting me all the time so I had to do like dramatic things so I get attention but it was always wrong attention Next, after that, of course, when I op every time I did it twice, I don't know, it was really suicidal. I mean, I could vomit and die. I mean, I couldn't even yawn. I couldn't do anything. My mouth was closed for six weeks. Um, it was crazy. And then, after that, I gained all the weight, but then I discovered gym. So I started going to gym in Israel, and um, I was eating. I was just eating all the time. Um... I was crazy, insane. I didn't know how to have a relationship with anyone. Guy, I was dating guys, but <coughs> I didn't know how to have a relationship with anyone. Um, and then I met my husband, and uh, right away he proposed. And uh, I was so happy that I'm going to leave my mom's house because it was so crazy. 
but uh, when I met my husband, I started eating even more because I was afraid of intimacy. I was afraid of being with my husband, and um, I just used him as a tool to run away from my mom's house. And um, he is a normal eater, and I am not. So I was resentful for him eating normally all the time. And at some point, I started eating his food because he's eating, he was eating so slowly. <laughs> and he was upsetting. <laughs> and he was eating, like, stuff in his, in his plate. I mean, how dare you? I mean, you know? And um, I want to tell you something that I see today and I am I, so glad I found out about it earlier before I um, got rid of my husband when I came to program I remember I went I, I had first right away I found a sponsor because I, will, I had the gift of desperation I found a sponsor right away and I called her after a week or two in program after a month in program I called her I was in Vegas sitting on the floor in the restroom on the floor and I was calling her quietly because I didn't want anyone to hear the room my room was full of people drinking eating and blah 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 and I was afraid because I felt such anxiety from their uh, their uh, behavior I called and I said I'm ready and I right away I became abstinent and um, and the f within the first month my sponsor told me that if I'm not going to the other relationship program she's going to dump me because I'm crazy all I'm doing I'm bitching about my husband and she said to me you know what I can't take it anymore you're selfish and I think this sponsor I had to have it for a month so she tells me that I'm selfish and after that, I dumped this sponsor because I didn't like what she said. But I'm grateful for that because she told me that I'm crazy and I'm selfish and I need to go to Al-Anon. And I started going to Al-Anon. And in Al-Anon, right away, I found the, the sponsor that I needed to help me to get better. And when I cleared my relationship problems, my food got cleaner. And this is how, after the first month, that I wanted to show my sponsor that oil doesn't work. I started eating like huge plates. She said one plate, but it was the hugest plate. I think it was like a tray. And I filled it up. She said one, and I filled it up. I think it took two hours just to finish it. And I will have stomach aches, and I will gain more weight. And my relative would say, what's going on with you? You gaining weight? And I said, no, I'm eating normally. And they said, who told you to eat normally? And I said, I have a, a friend, a doctor, and they said, uh-uh, something wrong with that. So when I, when I cleaned my relationship, like, I started focusing on myself and treating my husband with respect and dignity, and I stopped bitching about him, my food cleaned. And um, then I found, I, I came to this meeting, and there was a lady that wasn't from my culture. She had a curly, gorgeous blonde hair. She was far away from my culture, American accent. And I said, you know what? She's married with two kids. She's in program. I'm going to get her because she has what I want. Finally, I had the brain not to, not to find someone that doesn't have what I want. But she just says it. So I found this sponsor, and... She was sponsoring, she sponsored me for five years until she moved and um, then she suggested that I find someone else that I can see every on a, on a daily and a weekly basis and 
took me a year to do first step. Guess what? She gave me four pages with questions about first step. And every night, because I, I, I was afraid that someone else was going to be ahead of me. So I started doing a few questions every night, and guess what? I stopped eating at night because what I did every night when my husband opened the door, I would freak out because he made me nervous just being there. Because what are you supposed to do when you're in a relationship? I, I really thought the relationship is like Grace Anatomy. I have Patrick Dempsey and he's all over me. <laughs> Guess what? Didn't happen. And I had to let go of the idea, you know. I told my sponsor, so what are you expecting? So he enters the room and you get it? You have to work for it. <laughs> so then I, when I saw him, I realized I need to shut my mouth and just let things happen. And this is when I started saying, I don't know, and I started shutting up, and I stopped, stopped being so controlling and so crazy. And um, I started... I was so desperate, and I listened to everything my sponsor said. I didn't like it. It was very uncomfortable. But she said, you have to wake up at 6.30 in the morning, light a candle, make your tea, pray, write three gradua uh, graduations, I wish. <laughs> three gratitude things that you want. They became ten after a while. You have to say three things you want from God. I had a lot of things. One of them was, God, please relieve me of my anxiety, my fear, my worry. I was like in drama all the time because of my feelings. I didn't know what to do with them. And and then she said, write your food for the day. How do I know what I'm going to eat today? She said, you're going to know. Yeah. And guess what? I started just w w writing it. And then I had to call her like weird hours. Sometimes 5.30, sometimes 6.15, sometimes. And I did that. I was so desperate. And thank God for that because... I started my day like, and I had always books like with all the program books, all the meditation books and the writing, and I started writing like, if someone pissed me off, I wrote about it. And not to forget, when I came to program, I wasn't talking with my mom and my sister and my brother. So, two years ago, when I did my ninth step, I had to ask for forgiveness. And I met my sister, and I did that. I met my mom, and I did that. And my brother didn't want to see me, so I sent him a letter. And um, I started having a good relationship with my sister, the one that I disliked most of my life. I disliked her because I was jealous of her. I was resentful and jealous because I thought she took my mom away from me. I thought that because she's one year younger and my mom likes her more, she has something that I don't have. And I couldn't figure that out because I tried to be as crazy as she is. But the crazy <laughs> as I got, they hated me more. So when I came to program, I realized that I need, to, I need to be who God intended me to be. So I asked God every morning to, to show me how I need to be. I didn't know how to be honest. I didn't know how to respect others. I didn't know what compassion means. I didn't know what self-love means. I didn't know most of the things that my kids at age 6, I mean, at age now, they are 11 and 15. No, I didn't know that. Patient? How you become patient? How you shut your mouth? I mean, I, I had to have the image of my mouth, like training my mouth like a potty training, mm -hmm. where I need to shut my mouth because some opinions that I have, no one cares about them, and they are not important. And this is what saved my life <laughs> and saved my husband and saved my kids. My kids like me today. 
and when they complain about me it's because you have some spiritual thing to say please we don't want to hear it please, please don't do that <laughs> and then they behave because they don't want to me, me to start with spirituality <laughs> <laughs> thank God for that thank God because you know if I was like before they will, they will hate me my kids will hate me so I'm grateful for the notion for the understanding that I'm powerless over food I'm powerless over others I'm powerless you know and I didn't know what humility means you know I had to know it all I need to control everything because I was so fearful um, you know for me it was really weird to be honest to tell my sponsor everything that happened to write down about that to be honest actually my my husband asked me if he can come today and listen to what I have to say and it was okay with me it was really okay and I said to him if you like please come I said you know what I have things to do maybe next time also it's going to help you not to be so nervous because I'm there you're going to feel better among your people and I'm grateful for that you know and when I came to program in the beginning he thought I had an affair because I was so unreliable I was so provocative I would wear my sexy clothes because I thought this is how you live you know you become sexy and beautiful and people look at you and this is the attention that you get I didn't know for a second that if I am just going to be who I am and I'm going to like myself really really like myself people are going to like me too not because I'm wearing a sexy bra or you can see my butt and it looks like that <laughs> you know, I don't need to do it anymore thank God I don't need to do it I used to do it you know I was so uptight I was scared to smile I was scared to smile because I thought if I'm sexy I should be like this really serious <laughs> didn't work thank you so um, what I do on a, on a daily basis first of all I, I have to say before I forget I have an amazing marriage today I have an amazing marriage we don't fight you know there is no drama I was living with, I'm married uh, this June we're going to be married for 20 years I met him when I was 21 years old and we got married right away and he wo- he was always a prince, charming prince, but I couldn't see it because I was in my disease. I was so mentally sick because I was into the food and diet. And I have, uh, by the way, I, if I was heavier, it was only 10 pounds heavier. But when I look in the mirror, I see sometimes when I'm not taking care of myself, I see an ugly fat, pimply with a ugly hair girl this is what I see so for me it's a spiritual program I have no I have I, I threw out the scale because I cannot weigh myself there is no number that is right for me and I have to work on it and my food is really clean I eat, uh, I eat um, three meals a day and I measure my protein because as I told you I don't know serving how serving looks so I I have to measure my food. I, I measure my breakfast, I measure my lunch, and I measure my dinner. And my usually my um, my snacks are uh, are I have two snacks, and uh, I send my food every day to my sponsor. And in the beginning, I call my sponsor every day. But what I do every day is I pray, meditate, I write down. I sometimes write a few pages so I put all the dirt out so I'm clean. 
I worked a few times all the steps, and I'm grateful for step four. It's really cleaned me. I stopped thinking that I'm taking too much air or I'm taking too much space, and all the all the worldly problems are because of me, you know, because when, growing up in my house, I was the black sheep, and they, they tell me, so it was only, always me, always me, always me. And when I said goodbye to them six years ago, they realized that they have still they still have their problems, and I'm outside, and it has nothing to do with me. And they found other people now that there are, there are problems. I don't care about them anymore. And I can just, you know, I just can be grateful. And every day I'm grateful for my mom, my siblings. I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for my sponsor, for my sponsors. They're amazing. Thank God for sponsors. Thank God for service. Because I w- when I came to program, I was really depressed. I was depressed. I had anxiety. Oh, my God. And... I was like few, I mean, few good years in therapy, and they couldn't help me because I used them as a sponsor, or as a mom, or as a sister. I was just bitching to them. I never asked for tools. I didn't think they had the tools to give me. And then within program, they told me to find a therapist that can help me with my post-traumatic stress disorder. And I found someone, and I went to her for four years, three times a week. I know we are not supposed to talk about outside help, but. With the steps and hair, I really recovered. I could, I, I can find peace. I mean, I went back to school after the first year in program, and I, I uh, still have problems that I'm hiding. I mean, I'm afraid to for people to see me, so I'm hiding. And I, the first college I went was for the old people college, emeritus college, because I felt comfortable with them. They were, they were like cute grandparents, you know. <laughs> and they asked me, "Why are thirty some years old are we among us?" Why are you not going to a real college? And I said, I don't know. The truth was, I didn't feel qualified. I was afraid to get a real grade. I was afraid for students to criticize me and look at me and say, you old lady, what are you doing among us? Guess what? A year later, I went to a real college. And since then, I'm getting LAAs. And they're amazing students. And they're, all, they're amazing teachers. And everyone is amazing. And I'm grateful for that. I will never go to college again if I didn't have a program. I will never do half of the things I'm doing today. I'm in the midst of uh, moving to a new house, new location, and I'm selling my house. I have no idea where I'm going to go. I'm just doing it so my kids have community. They're going to be close to their friends. I mean, if you ask me before a program to do it, I will say, no, my casa, my casa. I'm not giving you my casa. It's my house. I painted the doors. I painted. I, finally, I have a house with doors. Growing up, my mom's house didn't have doors. There had four rooms, no doors. Can you imagine living in a house without doors? Uh, I needed a door. When I needed privacy, I would go to the restroom. This, this, there, there's some had a door. Now I'm living in this amazing house. It has doors. So I'm grateful for that. I, um, I have five more years. Um, two years ago, I went to Israel after 16 years that I wasn't in Israel. And I, Israel had, I mean, I have a lot of mixed feeling about growing up in Israel. And so going there and seeing my home, my mom's house, seeing my old schools, my neighborhood, my siblings that still live there, for a month I was there, and the whole time I was smiling. And my sister said, can you stop smiling? You're annoying. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and she was crying and fighting with my mom. And my, it was so hard. It was, like, it was like here, 
like 113, 120 some days, and we were all like sweating, and my mom will make like a hot soup or hot tea, <laughs> and the, the, she will position, she's older, she's cold, she will position the table in the sun, and my sister will say, are you insane, it's so hot, what are you doing, you're trying to kill us, and I will smile and sip the tea and eat the food, and I... And my sister said, what's wrong with you? Everything, hey, stop being so positive. <laughs> she didn't know. I was grateful that I'm not there anymore. I was grateful that I'm not the person that I used to be. She didn't know that every time something happened and I shut my mouth, I just say, grace. I was grateful that my life is so different today. You know, that my husband started trusting me. He didn't trust me before. When I was leaving the house, he was really afraid that I'm going to cheat on him because I was so, like, I gave him the feeling that he can't trust me because I wanted the drama. I thought that if I'm going to do it, he's going to be loving and kind. didn't happen. So, the minute I started loving myself, and it happened after I cleaned my food and I did the steps, and I started really liking myself and asked people how um, self-love looked like. And when they told me to look in the mirror, I said, I love you. And it was really weird to do that. And I did that. So I really followed directions. And um, I found God here, you know. I, I, I found God. And um, every day when I wake up, I, I ask God to show me what His intention for me, what He wants for me. And I try to be in service as much as I can because I'm, I tend to isolate and um, I'm still afraid of women because of my mom and my sister. But I try to be as close as I can to women in program because they taught me how to be graceful, how to be loving. They show me kindness. I mean, it's amazing. I, I am so grateful for everyone in this room. I'm grateful that you are here tonight. And I hope that I could um, help someone here today. Um, so thank you for letting me share.